0: Welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify, Ask the Experts, our bi-weekly live show and podcast that features expert interviews and case studies to show you what to do and what's new in Shopify and e-commerce digital marketing for 2022 and beyond. Ask questions, suggest topics, and grow faster with actionable insights and proven strategies from the world's leading Shopify and e-commerce marketing experts. Hello everybody and welcome to Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts. I'm Marissa Morgan, I'm your show host. I'm also the Director of Business Development for Engage. I wanna welcome you to today's episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence. Today we're going to be doing a case study. On a jewelry brand, a handcrafted handcrafted jewelry brand called Trace Calore. And we're going to be having the CMO of Trace Calore here to talk about how he has helped his company to overcome some of the biggest issues they've experienced due to their rapid growth. And we're also going to be talking about something that is impacting so many e-commerce and Shopify stores across the board, And that is the fallout from Apple's new privacy initiative. If you're not sure what I'm talking about, stay tuned. If you know what I'm talking about, you don't want to miss today's show. So I'll introduce you to our special guest in just a moment. And a quick reminder that after today's show, we always share with you what we call our Engage Digital Marketing News of the Week. It's a tip. It's a trend. It's a piece of news as it relates to, as it relates to digital marketing and more specifically Shopify and e-commerce. We'll take a look at an article today about working remotely and how to get ahead if that's what you're doing and you do have, an e-commerce business. So you don't want to miss that. Before I get started, though, of course, a quick mention that all of this invaluable information is brought to you by Engage. Engage is super excited. We're going to be launching very, very soon our first ever SMS messaging for Shopify stores app. Now, if you're not aware, SMS messaging right now has about a 98% open rate compared to emails, which is only about 20%. Big difference there, right? So if you have an e-commerce business or you have a business up on Shopify and you're not yet using SMS messaging, you are missing out on a lot of business. And most importantly, you're missing out on that business without the need of a big technical staff. Our app is easy to use. It's easy to integrate. You don't need a technical staff. And what it can help you do is not only build your customer list, but increase sales, save time with automations, and most importantly, promote yourself or promote your products. It's easy to use, it's rolling out very soon, so make sure you stay tuned. And uh, if you haven't tried it, an SMS app, I want you to try ours because as a incentive or an incentive for our rollout, we are actually offering new users a 30-day free trial. And with that trial, you get 500 free messages to take for a test drive to make sure that our app, SMS Messaging for Shopify, is the perfect fit for your business. So stay tuned. I'll have more information about that as we continue our digital marketing series this year in 2022 that is focused on Shopify and e-commerce businesses. If you're watching right now, welcome to today's show. It is time for me to introduce today's special guest. If you don't know who Tyler Berglund is, you need to. He's joining us today from the West Coast, up in Washington, and Tyler Berglund is the cur- is the current CMO of a New York City-based lifestyle jewelry brand that specializes in exceptionally and crafted and made to last pieces. He has made a living for the last seven years working in the digital marketing space. And one thing I love about Tyler is that he is the perfect fit for the Trace Calore brand. And that is because the Trace Calore brand's motto is we love all humans. They are all about diversity, they are all about uh, loving multicultural backgrounds, people of all shapes, colors, sizes. And fittingly, Tyler has worked with a thousand, maybe a thousand plus different businesses in a variety of categories as well. So his experience is a perfect match for the brand Trace Colores. He's worked with small local businesses and startups uh, to NFL teams and international clothing brands. Uh, How about NBA affiliated energy drinks, right? And he says right now he loves his job. Because he considers Trace Glory one of the dopest modern day customizable jewelry companies in the world. I like that. Dopest. Um, as I mentioned, his motto is all about embracing people of all shapes, sizes, and colors. And he's actually done that, even extended that to the world of his furry friends. And a fun fact about Tyler is that he's actually a proud wolf dog dad. Now, I don't watch the Game of Thrones. But he shared with me, as he shares his uh, plaque from his desk, if you're listening on the podcast version that says, "Does is a best dad ever. Um, he shared with me that his dog is actually the same type of dog in the movie Game of Thrones. So, Tyler, welcome to today's show. Thank you so much for being our case study uh, discussion in terms of your store, Trace Calories on Shopify.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me, Marissa. I'm glad to be here.
0: Oh, 100%. We're so happy to have you here. Now, while I share the link to today's talk on my LinkedIn page, I would love to invite you to share with the audience a little bit about what has led you to your current position, which you've been for about six months CMO of Trace Calories. What were the steps that uh, led you to that new position? How are you liking it? And what are the changes you're excited to uh, make happen for the brand?
1: Yeah, um, great question. So I started actually in the ad industry Years ago, um, I was working at a local agency, did that grind for about three years, worked at a different agency, and then my uh, paths kind of crossed with Trace Calori back in late 2019. So from 2019 up until six months ago, we had worked together pretty intimately through that agency relationship, and then we saw the need and the necessity to start bringing that in-house. So actually, they brought me in-house. I'm loving the position. These people are like family to me. And we literally grew from a team of three to a team of currently 15 um, in that time.
0: Wow. It must feel really good to be with a company that, you know, started off as a very small brand. And obviously, I love the motto that we love all humans to not only be with a brand that's very passionate about people, but a brand that you've been able to, you know, be a part of that growth and, and a part of changing as the world is changing a lot for all e-commerce businesses.
1: Mm. Absolutely.
0: Well, let's get into just a little bit more about your brand. Now, as the CMO, obviously, you are seeing things from a certain perspective, but the fact that you worked with them prior to that role gives you an especially unique opportunity to kind of share a little bit about the brand and the business. How was that business originally started?
1: Yeah. So they started back in 2018 on eBay. And the owner had collected, he's doing the eBay gig, trying to see, is this product something that people are going to want? Um, lo and behold, he collected an email list of about 2,000 people. And if you know anything about advertising, email list and list data is the most valuable uh, thing in the game. That's some foreshadowing for the iOS 14 conversation. I was
0: just going to say, say that again, Tyler. <laughs> yeah,
1: I said, that's some foreshadowing for the iOS <laughs> conversation at the end. But that's actually how we got started, is an email list of 2,000 people from eBay. And how do we translate that into Facebook? So in 2019, uh, the business owner and his partner at the time get started. They're doing good. They're understanding basic concepts of advertising, but they're not seeing that growth in scale that they want to see. Uh, and that's actually when our paths had crossed. They, I audited them. I looked at their numbers. I looked at the nice. data and um, really d- dug deep into the back end business metrics before I started preaching return on ad spend or promising revenue goals or targets like I stay very far away from that type of advertising, I start looking at the costs of the business internals like is this built to scale? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I love that you mentioned how important the email list is because you know one thing that we're seeing, and I'll jump in and talk a little bit about this during our show, is that yes, email has been a huge part of building, especially small e-commerce businesses, but now we're seeing the shift to SMS marketing. And we'll definitely talk about that a little bit. But tell me, obviously, so one of the questions I like to ask our uh, case study uh, guests is obviously how the business initially got customers. And you really answered that. Uh, email mm-hmm. marketing was a mm-hmm. big part of it, an email list. Now, do you find that that's still, for your company, the biggest um, the biggest way to communicate with your customers? Or are you seeing that shift happen for your for your company as well, to SMS marketing or other ways, social media, influencers? How are it's you- a great, It's a great marketing? question. Yeah.
1: It's it's definitely important, right? So that, that metric, anything SMS, anything email list, I categorize that as CLTV. So customer lifetime value. So that's after I get somebody interested in my brand, buying our products. And now that they've already purchased from us, how do I kind of cater a relationship to still add value when that value is needed without- spending and wasting a bunch of money, spamming people that don't want to be spammed. So Mm. customer lifetime value, email and SMS is an integral part of our strategy. But to be honest, in the beginning, it wasn't necessarily there. In the Mm -hmm. beginning, it was just that raw original list. And then I would say it's an integral part of business growth and scale that you have some sort of content plan, getting content, getting a videographer, Having content that can be tested on these platforms is by far the most important thing in the beginning and understanding how are you going to position your brand? Like, what is it about your products that truly fit a need or a want of your existing customers, which you don't have in the beginning? So you need to find that and you need to test that in a way that's not just dumping money, but in a way that's productive where you're not failing, but you're learning.
0: That makes a lot of sense too, because... We all know that it, it's pretty common and pretty old school mentality to talk about solving a problem for your customers, but oftentimes certain brands fall into maybe a category that many people feel is more of a want than a need, and I would say jewelry is one of those categories. So for you, what did you feel was the problem that you, That's you know, could could pose to the consumer when it's well, a choice? purchase versus maybe a need.
1: So I love this. We tested different angles in the beginning, but ultimately what led to kind of fulfilling that want and taking us off is when we tested the angle about standing out and making a statement. When we made it about our customers and about expressing themselves in, it's a lot of femininity, you know? So like owning your femininity, getting a name necklace that represents who you are. It's something that people have seen online for a long time, right? Like this has been a trendy product. That's been around since I was a kid, born in the nineties over here, but really making this jewelry that's affordable and accessible to everybody was a huge need that we were fulfilling because we do offer 14 karat solid gold. We offer plated options. Our price ranges go from a hundred all the way up to a couple thousand, depending on what you're looking for. But the fact that we have this accessibility to express and own yourself and your character and you can kind of stand out and make a statement, like that hit and that carried us a lot of success.
0: Well, and you're right. I'm, I'm an eighties baby, but even back in my day, name necklaces, uh, personalized jewelry was very much a oh, how cute and I, I've got his way. I've got trace Colore up on the website, uh, or on a share screen right now. Just such great photography, uh, not only of the products, but also of course of the lifestyle the the um how shall i say like seeing this little little kid with his mom you know you're building a, not only the brand but you're telling the story and that's right. that's a big part of what we talk about when we talk about um different brands you know you go to the website and right away you you want the brand to come through the, what what the brand is passionate about i'm seeing a lot of diversity on the website i love this now even even Guiding people if they're on your website. Okay, so are they shopping for themselves? I can choose for me. I love this. A little self-love never hurt nobody. Am I shopping for the kids? Give a little shine to your greatest treasure. Or am I shopping for someone? Surprise the one you love with a gift. Fantastic. I really like on your, um, as I mentioned, how I can see the brand story. I see what you're speaking of having great uh, content as well. All of those things not only make for a beautiful website, beautiful Shopify store, but they are exactly what you need for a brand like yours to feel like you're fulfilling, like you said, that need. And for your brand, it's that need to stand out, that need to personalize your look. Um, I love it. Okay, I might be doing some shopping later, and I feel like (laughs) I do... I say that often, but, uh, that was a very impressive website. We'll bring it back up again. And for those of you watching, if you want to take or watching or listening, if you do want to take a look, if you're like, Oh, I need to see what she's talking about. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, go ahead and bring up the website. It's Trace Colore. It's dot com. Check it out. Brilliant photography. Let's dive a little bit into, you know, because as a case study, you're here to share with us some of the pain points that your company has experienced, especially as a Shopify store and an e-commerce brand, and, and how you work through those things. Let's talk first about growing and scaling. Obviously, you mentioned that you now have grown to X number of employees. The company is growing. It's doing well. It's one of the dopest jewelry brands, right, around. What are the biggest, I just love that word dope. What, what is the biggest, uh, problem you feel like you've experienced in terms of growth and and what has, what has been your resolution or what are you working to, uh, to do to counteract that or to take advantage of that?
1: Yeah, that's a, another awesome question. And I would say, depending on where we were at and the journey of getting to where we are, that question would change. Um, Mm what challenges we face. I think this is part of being a, a business owner in general is it's all about your outlook and your mindset going into your business's growth and scale journey. Like there will always be problems. It will never be perfect and it's never finished. Like you don't arrive into this great place where all of a sudden everything's working and it's humming and it's great. It's it's consistent work uh, all the time. So right now our current challenge, an example was influencer relationships So an integral part of getting the word out about our brand is collaborating and working with influencers. So before we were working with influencers, we had an amazing woman, her name is Ashley. She would manage these relationships in Excel spreadsheets. And I'm talking about 500 different influencers, how much we're paying them, the terms of the contract, the content we're receiving, all of these super extraneous details which now we've adopted a new SaaS software, um, Grin. So Grin kind of automates all that, frees up Ash's mind so she can go back to focusing on what she loves and cares about most, which is the brand development, the photography, the planning. Yeah. So influencers, this huge burden, an integral part of the business was kind of slowing us down. And now it's somewhat automated and off her plate. So it frees her up to go back into the brand. We're going to be releasing a... version of Trace Calori in a couple months towards the summer and a lot, her input into the design, into the photos that we're going to be using, like without that shift, we wouldn't be able to be in a position to completely revamp the website and take it to the next level.
0: What a great tip and insight. So it's called Grin and it's a great way. It's basically an application or software package of some sort that allows businesses to really almost with a click of the mouse, right, manage all of their influencer relationships, which you're right. I feel like I'm a bit, I I was the last person to get into Excel spreadsheets. And now that I understand how to work them, I have one for everything for the bills. I have one for my personal finances. I have one for my wedding coming up. Like I'm kind of a psychotic Excel spreadsheet person because I'm very visual at the same time. It's not always super user friendly. You have to go in and usually update everything yourself. So that's interesting. What, an, what a what a wonderful insight. If you guys are watching if you're an e-commerce business, if you're just diving in or stepping your foot into the influencer pond, consider checking out Grin as a way to manage those relationships because you're right. Not only do we always preach that people should always do what they do best, right? In a, in a business, you can't do everything. And it doesn't make sense to do everything, even as a small startup. Um, so I love that you outsourced that responsibility, the influencer managing, to someone who could do it and do it well. And mm-hmm. even more so, now she can not only do it well, but do it in less time thanks to that. Is Now, is it a software? Is it an application? Or is it like, I don't know, was it like a
1: It's well, an it's application. An, It's an application. So you have the application, you get your dashboard, and the the way their software works is it lists all influencers on different platforms sourced from people. So you can filter, categorize, really find who you think is going to represent your brand. You can outreach, you can prospect. You can even see attribution in the platform, in the dashboard. So you can start to see how your dollars are working for you, which is ultimately as a CMO, that's what I care about most. Yes. I want to see are my dollars at work and how is that turning out into a return for us based on our fantastic. objectives you know
0: fantastic okay this is why our series is the best digital marketing series ever <laughs> we get the best guests who give you guys the best insights tyler you're the perfect example i love that let's dive into manufacturing capacity oh, obviously great. right business is growing you've got influence out, influencers out there doing their thing more orders are coming in. People want more. They want maybe more of a specific thing. Maybe trends are starting. I feel like gold is so hot right now. Silver is kind of taking its its rest, its moment. How have you um, how have you dealt with the increased number of sales coming in? Are there some other applications you use to manage your orders? Have you had to make changes in your manufacturing, um, pl- you know, uh, plan?
1: One hundred percent, great question. So again, we own our manufacturing facility, which is a huge advantage. Huge. Um, And working with all these brands, I can tell you right now, the people that control manufacturing are the ones that get to that successful scale spot the fastest. Um, not to diss on anybody, drop shipping, but <laughs> it is a lot. It's a lot harder. It's a lot harder when you can't control that product quality, the fulfillment time. Um, having like a trusted manufacturing where you can really have oversight and control what's going on so i want to preface with that but we use shipstation um shipstation is how we kind of manage the flow of what's going from uh in you know production in the factory to the product is fulfilled to its out for delivery to our customers if there's any complications in the order we have full visibility on that so shipstation really helps us with our manufacturing and having oversight on what's going on i can say in the beginning when we first started we were maybe doing 5% of what our capacity was and it wasn't up until the last two black fridays and holiday seasons that we really started to see Whoa. Okay. Like, we're gonna have to have shipping cutoff dates. You know, keeping mm-hmm. in mind, majority of our orders are custom made, built. Um, we do have lifestyle products. That's more inventory and easier to manage. It has its own costs and its own analysis. But the majority of our stuff is customized, personalized jewelry.
0: Absolutely. You don't have a million uh, Lauren spelled L A U R U N, right? Right. Necklaces sitting in in a vault somewhere so when that one person named Lauren, you know wants a necklace you're like oh got it right here right you a lot of your stuff is very much personalized and and that definitely presents a whole new set of of pain points for you but i do love that you made a really good point if you are able to own the manufacturing not be drop shipping you definitely are going to have not one but really t- two legs up on your competition because you're much more able to pivot and pivot more quickly when when you need to
1: for sure and you have to ask yourself like when when these products are getting ordered and fulfilled do you have somebody handling customer service because inevitably you know there's gonna be an issue that pops up and do you have are you handling customer service as a business owner or do you have somebody Mm. that's handling customer service are you prepared for that one ticket you're getting right now when you're only selling five figures a month what about when it's a hundred tickets when you're selling six figures or seven figures a month, Do you have like, that's sort of the thinking. And, and just having that thought in your head and knowing that that's a problem that you're going to have to solve along that journey of scaling. So you have to be prepared. Um, and a lot of the people that sit at the, the table of trace Calori are people that have came along at certain times when these problems arise that really champion these departments. So it's more of like, it's not like your traditional, here's the two people in charge, here's the three people under them, and there's the team. We're literally like knights at the round table coming together, representing our own unique specialties, seeing how we can pivot and help each other grow.
0: I like that because you're all bringing not only a unique perspective to the experience, right, of the brand, but you're all seeing things and wanting and feeling like you're being heard. Right. The exactly. contributing is a huge it, it goes right back to your motto, right? Your brand is all about loving all humans. And we always say what two, two heads are better than one. Well, t- ten heads are better than five. You know what I mean? So I like that. I, I really like yeah. that. Sounds like a really great place to work. Now, are you guys currently in a remote situation or are you in, you know, hybrid situation or office?
1: I love that. So it's kind of mixed. I spend I am remote a hundred percent because I'm on the West Coast. But I'll fly down to New York. I'll spend a week in the office. Um, they are offering more remote days for employees, just because if you know anything about New York, the traffic is absolutely insanity. And so we do kind of offer that for our employees. In a sense, where you can work from home this day. You're going to need to be in the office that day. Mm-hmm. Our our dev team lead um, he actually works from home majority of the time as well. So with things like Zoom, things like all these video conferencing, it's really easy to have this convenience on your employees takes the stress and the time. The time is huge that they spend commuting out of the picture so they can focus on being as focused on work as possible.
0: I agree. It's interesting when you take out the commute aspect. I'm from Connecticut myself. So I understand the whole like East Coast, New York vibe. It's, It's very congested, Some people have to plan two hours in the morning just to get from one place to the next, right? Depending on where you live, especially if you live outside of the city. Um, So it's really interesting how much employees now can get accomplished when you take out maybe two hours of a commute out of their life every single day and what that means for the balance and the happiness and the family life and the social life of those employees. They're happier people. We'll Mm -hmm. actually talk a little bit more about some of these remote uh, changes with our Engage News of the Week here in a minute. Well, here's one thing I want to talk about. It's a big pain point that I'm glad that you wanted to talk about. You're the first uh, case study who wanted to come on board and address this. But this is a pain point that so many e-commerce businesses are now experiencing. And it is how to handle all the new privacy changes that were put into play with the Apple iOS 14, which is the opting in, right, or the opting out of being tracked, and, and what that is meaning for brands like yours who have relied, right, on, on being able to track what your customers are doing, where are they spending their time, how far down on the webpage are they going, getting their email addresses, knowing what they're doing, right, is, is a big part of marketing to those people. So I'm really glad you want to talk about this. When did you first realize how it was going to affect your business? Was it very early on after these changes or did it take a little time to understand what that meant for your for your business?
1: Um, for me at the time, like when I first read the article about the update and how Apple was going to kind of shake up advertising as we know it in general, I was like alarm bells going off. <laughs> I was freaking out, to be honest, because it changes everything and you know if i know anything about my store or the the brand that i'm working with it's the percentage of users that are on iphone um which was 65% so i looked the first thing i did is i i took all my yearly data and i took 65% of our revenue and took it away just visually you know just to yeah. see yeah. like if i can't track this and i can't say how much money am i not going to be able to really trace around and and make strategic decisions on that was that was scary um and, you know, I'm I'm like,
0: I'm like imagining 65% of my income, just like, is this going to come? How am I going to get this? Like, put that away. And I'm like, yeah, I can imagine. It's really scary.
1: It's it's not a matter of, it's hard because it gets very technical when you talk about like the SK ad network and aggregate event measurement and what does it mean? But basically what happened is right now, every advertiser that's using platforms like Facebook, Google, wherever, and you use things like lookalikes, you're renting data from these ad platforms. You're renting the data that they're collecting. And all Apple's saying um, is that first party, right? This data, if it's going to be used, needs to be sourced from a first party solution. So how do we make a first party solution? At Trace Calori, we hired, I had mentioned him earlier, a dev team that built us out a cloud. So we have a complete cloud that we can put all of our apps, even Shopify reports into there, ShipStation can manage and function in there. And so can other ad platform we use elevar right so elevar is a solution that we use to capture this data our server is where we keep this data and that's where we report first party to all these platforms that same data so i can still use lookalikes that doesn't solve the issue of how i'm sourcing the data and there's so many different ways to approach this problem to be honest nobody has a perfect solution there is not one perfect solution i don't care what they say or what they claim on the Facebook ads that you're seeing that they're going to attribute perfect, there's no perfect solution. Facebook's not there yet. Google's not there yet. I mean, they're trying. Let's be honest. The projection is going to be a cookie list web eventually. So these platforms are trying to be as appealing as possible. It's just not there yet. So- it's it's how you use that data and how you capture it you looked really quickly at our our jewelry wizard right you're like am i shopping for me is this for my kids or is this for a loved one
0: let me go back to that let me pull that actually up for us um boom. so let me find that so i'm going to go right up to the hamburger mm-hmm. right
1: yep and start your build right at start. the top
0: oh start your build perfect yep, yep.
1: So this is an example of uh, a first response, change the shopping experience so we can still collect the data and use the things we need. So go ahead and, and click one. Um, shop so for if, yourself. You're,
0: if you're listening on the podcast, because we do offer video and podcast versions of our show, I went to the Trace Colore website and on the hamburger menu, there's a great little picture and it says, start your build. And when I click on that, it gives me options. It says, who is this for? Is it for me, kids or for someone? So I'm going to click for me. I mean... I like to shop for sure. Let's do, can we do necklaces? Mm-hmm. I'm clicking a necklace. And guess what? Trace Caloria is getting this information, right? Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh, what link do I want on my chain? Cuban, Figaro, or regular link? Ooh, let's just do a simple regular link. Ooh, now I have choices sterling silver, rose gold, 14 karat solid gold, 14 karat gold over silver. I'm feeling rose gold today. Let's, I love the noises. There's effects with each single <laughs> thing. It sounds like either a metal worker creating something or it sounds like a little money going in the piggy bank even. Um, now I can select my chain length. Okay, so this is so cool. This is a way for Trace Calores to get information, right, about what people want, what people are looking for, what styles are most popular. Ooh, dainty script necklace script large initial there's more oh my goodness okay mm-hmm. hold on scrolling ooh gothic that's oh and then a crown large script i'm liking large script ooh if i oh this is lots of good stuff okay i'm definitely shopping later okay um this is neat so basically you've set it up your website to give your Customers or prospect customers, the chance to tell you what they want and what they like the best.
1: Mm-hmm. All like the while, wi- all the while, too, as you as you go to complete your build, once once you're finished, um, you then provide us with your email address. Um, and a phone number is optional. All we need is the email address. The phone number you can put in as well. But right there, we've just collected a list data, which now we have that information which we can then use to further and better our ads on the platform right yeah. and so this isn't this is again this isn't the solution to iOS this isn't gonna ultimately change it but what we are doing is we're we're trying to own or our data instead of rent from these giants in a way that we can the ultimate goal for us is to cater the most relevant things to the people that are shopping our website and I think that's a big misconception people love ad privacy but Would you rather, you know, would you rather see the JG Wentworth cash ad on Facebook or would you rather see the necklace that's so relevant that you were shopping and you wanted to buy? And you weren't sure.
0: Did you want it in gold or silver? And then you see it again in gold and you're like, okay, that's the one I love, right? Exactly. That just made me feel, I'm not going to lie, like a VIP. Going to your website, being able to say this, it's almost like calling up and being like, hey, I saw this in the catalog. Do you have it in silver? Can I get it with a different chain? The fact that not only is it personalized with your name but it can, or a date, but it can also be personalized at like every step of the way really makes people feel like they're a jewelry designer, right? Like mm-hmm. they're having an actual experience with the shopping. That is not just a click and a cart and a pay, but it becomes a very visual. It comes, it becomes like a very it, you're 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 shopping with your senses because you're actually designing and creating it. That's so neat. Kudos to your company and kudos to you. Trace Glorice is very lucky to have you. I just want to put that out there. If anyone from Trace Glorious is watching or listening on the podcast, you done good. You done good. Don't you do anything? Don't you dare get rid of Tyler. I'm coming after you. Um, This has been a really insightful uh, discussion, Tyler. I really appreciate you taking some time to chat with us. Where do you see the changes in privacy going? Because I feel like you're really good about forecasting and you're really good about seeing the big picture. Do you see the platforms changing to help businesses adapt and then Apple continuing to be like, nope, now we're doing this, right? Do you kind of see this leapfrog thing happening through the future and this constant need to pivot? Or do you feel like we're gonna get to a, a common ground where Apple's gonna say, okay, okay, e-commerce, I know you need this information. Here's what I'll do, you know, like, or do you think it's gonna constantly be this this battle? What do you
1: think? I think so the end game ultimately for anybody wanting to know, like, what is it going to become? Google search like web three. Um, which is where the users own their internet experience. It's, the, it's an awesome place to be. We're just not there yet. Apple's kind of set this in motion, and everybody's shaken up. But if you look at even Google, right, they, they preached 20... They, I believe they said two years ago, 2022 was going to be the year of the cookie-less web. Um, we're still not there yet. But the environment's changing. Uh, it's shifting. Ultimately, users are going to be the ones that control their experiences on the internet, which is an awesome thing if you think about it as a consumer. Um, and even as these businesses, like it requires, it's going to require you to be authentic. It's going to require you to be genuine. It's mm-hmm. required you to put your customers first, which if they're not right now, like you're not going to make it to see that change happen.
0: And I love that. Great words to live by because that is certainly something that comes across in your branding, in your story for Trace caloris and obviously in your motto as well. So wonderful insights today. Thank you so much for taking some time to share a little bit about yourself, your background, your brand with us, but most importantly, sharing some of the pain points that have really changed the way that you're doing things now. And of course, pain points that you'll continue to work through as you continue to grow and scale, you continue to adjust to new modifications thanks to Apple. I think a lot of businesses out there, small to mid-sized businesses listening to this podcast will be really appreciative of your insights and some of the experience you've shared with us.
1: Happy to be of service.
0: Yeah. Well, before I let you go, it is time for us to, to share with the audience our what we call our engaged Digital Marketing News of the Week I'm going to pop up a link to an article. The link is long, so don't worry about that right now if you're watching on our video. I will. And if you're listening on the podcast, I'll share with you in a minute. But I just want to share a little bit about this article that touches on some words from an actual Shopify executive. And the article is actually found at www.fastcompany.com. And the title is really Shopify Exec, The Four Secrets of Successful Digital First Companies. So this article is really unique. It's a great read if you're interested in learning more about managing your remote teams, but it shares four ways to be successful running a digital company with a completely remote style workforce or team. So basically, the article uses Shopify as an example of a now fully remote company uh, with an excerpt that says the VIP of employment experience at Shopify shared that a funny thing happened during COVID the world realized that a centralized physical space isn't actually a requirement to do impactful work, which I think is very interesting. And the concept of office centricity is essentially over. Shopify is now a fully remote company and it's a decision we made in May of 2020. So that was from the VP of Employee Experience at Shopify. And here are four things the article shares. They say that one way to really be successful at a fully remote um you know, workforce, is to prioritize freedom and flexibility. Embrace, and you mentioned this, Tyler, no commute. Create new workday traditions with your family that help build a more balanced life. And a more balanced life is what fuels a person. I think that's something we all have experienced and we're aware of. Also, continue to value in-person connections. Employers need to build IRL in real life. That's what that stands for, IRL moments. So I think this is really unique. So if you're a small to mid-sized business, especially, and you've gone remote, it's important for you to build IRL, in real life moments. Maybe that is a monthly happy hour or a Zoom where you do something that's super interactive. So even though it's through Zoom, it's still very much interactive and engaging, not just a talking head, right? Um, remote work allows you as an e-commerce business, especially the opportunity to hire from anywhere. So I like this. There's no longer the need to hire the best candidate in your city. Now you can hire the best candidate in the world if you're, if you're operating on a remote system or culture. And then the last thing it shared as a tip is you can build culture with intentional, thoughtful design. It says deeply consider the tools, rituals, and growth opportunities your employees need. Talk about showing up to virtual meetings with the best technical setup as an example. So basically they shared, hey, now that we are remote, let's do it well, right? Don't have a shoddy little grainy camera, right? Give your employees the opportunity to purchase equipment so that they can show up, look their best, participate the right way. How many times have you, it's like, oh, my connection's not working or someone's like, you know, slow motion or in the middle of the talking, they're like, oh, they get stuck like in some crazy face, like give your opportunity, you know, the opportunity to your employees to not only show up, but show up in the best that they can. So I just think this was a great article to share. We always share tips and trends in digital marketing, but especially with e-commerce. Check out the article, you guys. It's at www.fastcompany.com. And you can probably search the article. It's Uh, Shopify exec, the four secrets of successful digital first companies. Tyler, just along the lines of this article, is there anything I share that you feel Trace Colores is doing right now as you've pivoted to a highly remote workforce?
1: A hundred percent. So everybody back at New York, and I also have the opportunity to, to fly out there and participate, but we do like bowling nights. We do movie nights. We have... Uh, people over, you know, we even we're so small that we can still do dinners and everything together as a team. So there's always an opportunity outside of work. And I believe as an employer, that is the only thing you're accountable for. Like, it doesn't matter if they show up or not. Are you giving them the option to, are you giving them, are you giving your employee the opportunity to get involved? Right. And if they want to get involved, awesome. If they don't, that's okay. You're leaving the door open. I think that's
0: wonderful advice and a wonderful example of what we just talked about. It's always giving your employees the opportunity and you know, it's it's interesting. My fiance works fully remote and and has, but I think now people are feeling more comfortable to come back to some of these in-person functions. His company always did a yearly event every single summer and last year it was really kind of a flop. No one felt comfortable enough, right? Because of this, you know, situation in the world. But I think people are coming back to a place of comfortability. People are feeling better about being around other people, obviously keeping certain precautions still in mind. But I think this is the year, this is the summer that we all need to say, okay, we've gone through a lot with the pandemic. We've survived it. We have learned from it. We've made huge strides and made big changes with our company. So let's celebrate that like we just did 2 years of craziness this is the year we deserve to really celebrate and to acknowledge how much we just went through and not just kind of shuffle it as some creepy weird bad memory but embrace what we've overcome and accomplished so many companies are, are kicking butt right now because of the changes and so i think it's important to also reward your employees for sticking with you if they you know stuck with you and even
1: even if you know like even if somebody wasn't comfortable to go to the event have a webcam up, have, have something at the event to get those people involved too. If they want to be there, there's, there's so many solutions. You just got to have that solutions mindset.
0: I love your mindset, Tyler. I love your mindset. This has been such a great show with you. I'm so glad you could carve some time out of your busy, crazy schedule to join us again. I want to just give kudos to your, your brand, your company that you work for. You're the CMO, Trace Glorious. You guys, Tyler is a diamond. So treat him well. And uh, I'm excited to see what your company continues to do. I'm actually going to go follow you guys on Instagram right now. Instagram's my preferred um, social media app. So I'm going to follow you guys right now so I can kind of keep in check with uh, your products and what you have coming up and kind of watch what you guys are doing because I'm excited for all the good things you have coming your way in the coming years. If you guys want to connect with Tyler, please do it. Connect with him on LinkedIn. I'll spell his name out for you if you're listening on the podcast. But just one favor, when you connect, leave him a message. Tyler is super active on LinkedIn, too. I know he'll message you back. Let him know you saw him on the Engage Digital Marketing for Shopify podcast. And you can spell his name, Tyler, T-Y-L-E-R, last name Berglund, B-E-R-G-L-U-N-D. Catch him on LinkedIn. Drop him a connect. And then also visit Trace Colores. That is this New York-based artisan brand of jewelry. They specialize in personalized jewelry. And as we learned, they own their manufacturing, so they have a lot of control. They can really do almost anything. You know, one question for you, Tyler. Mm-hmm. I know your website took me through creating my own piece. Do you even do so much as, you know, highly personalized things. I know you do things for other companies and we can't share any names because of NDAs, but do you offer the opportunity to do fully customizable pieces if someone were to email customer service or do you still right now keep it in in a certain framework?
1: Right now, it's definitely confined to the products that we have listed and that's just because of molds and because of how we're built right now. But if you have an idea, if you have something that you have in mind that we don't have, we'd love to hear about it.
0: I knew you were a yes man, and that was no less than what I'd expect from you and your company. I love that. So listen, a company that wants feedback from the consumer, especially because they are all about loving all people, accepting all cultures, and of course, giving people a personalized experience, not only when they shop, but when they get that finalized product. So very cool. Well, please check out TraceColores.com, T-R-E-S-C-O-L-O-R-I. Tyler I want to thank you again so much for joining us here at engages digital marketing intelligence for Shopify thank you for sharing your insights and your time I look forward to everything that your company and yourself uh, get into in the coming years and I wish you nothing but the best of of luck and I think you've got all the tools you need to uh, continue to be so successful in your Shopify store
1: amazing thank you so much for having me
0: my pleasure Tyler have a wonderful day you too. yes and another. Amazing case study for the books here at Engage's Digital Marketing Intelligence for Shopify Ask the Experts series. Tyler is not only a wealth of information, he shared so many insights, even some great tips on applications you can use as a small startup company like Grin to manage your, your influencer relationships. He talked about the importance of email lists and this, this really transition to SMS marketing and how important that's going to be in the coming in the coming years and also obviously things you can do to overcome apple's privacy you know changes as they've hit us in the last year and as they continue to change in the years ahead. So I want to thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of our series. I want to remind you that if you've not yet connected with Engage on LinkedIn, please do that. That's where you can find more about all of our updates. We have our Engage SMS messaging for Shopify app dropping very very soon. If you're just joining us and you missed our introduction at the start of the show, right now SMS messaging has an open rate of over 80%. It's it's like 80, what is it? Oh no, 98%, right? Whereas right now email continues to slowly decline and email is only about 20%. So if you are looking to build your customer lists, have automated marketing campaigns, promote your products and discounts, and even get feedback from your customers, SMS messaging is where it's at and you don't even need a technical staff with our app. So please go to LinkedIn, look for our Engage logo. It's a rainbow-colored cog. If you're listening on the podcast, N-G-A-G-G-E is how you spell our name. If you're interested in joining us for an episode of Digital Marketing Intelligence as a guest or as a case study, please feel free to connect with me as well. I'm also on LinkedIn the Marissa Morgan, or you can email me Marissa, M-A-R-I-S-S-A dot M at engage.com. That is all for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for joining us. I look forward to continuing our series on Shopify and e-commerce in 2022. Continue to stay tuned for more amazing guests and more amazing case studies brought to you by Engage. Have a great day, everybody.